Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is the blessing of grace. Listeners, today we're talking about the beautiful word grace. We've heard it. We've sung about it. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. But what is grace? What does it look like as God demonstrates it for us and as we give it openly to others? Here's a definition of grace. God's grace is his unmerited favor. Grace means that God showered favor and blessing on those who did not in any way deserve or earn it. They deserved his judgment and wrath, but he showed them favor through sending his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. In other words, we don't get what we deserve, but instead God's grace gives us another chance through the shedding of his son's blood. When I was a little girl, my grandmas Florence and Thelma used hankies. Have you ever seen them before? Uh, Maybe you know somebody that still carries one, or maybe you've seen them at an antique store. I think that Kleenex are overrated when I've grown up in a family of hankies. In a world that's trying to repurpose and reuse, well, hankies are pretty cool. You can use them, wash them out, reuse them. But my grandma Thelma's hankies often had her name on them. One day while I was shopping, back when I was a young worship director, I came across a hanky in an antique store beautiful. It was white. It had dark brown lines across the bottom and a beautiful bright orange. And in the setting of the white that was so pure and beautiful were the orange letters that said grace, G-R-A-C-E. I knew from collecting hankies that some wonderful young woman named Grace had carried this in her purse next to her white gloves. And in my mind, she emulated the word by lovingly bestowing extra measures of patience, acceptance, and forgiveness upon those around her. Well, when I got to the new worship director job that needed a bit of God's grace flowing over everybody, I put that hanky right on my desk and kept my eyes focused on it each time a church member was angry, each time a worship team vocalist was critical. And each time, a pastor was irritable. I wanted to exemplify the word grace, so I'd keep it right there on my desk. I'd think, ah, this person. And I would look down at that hanky and see that beautiful word, grace. Giving people the love and forgiveness that they do not deserve is what God does for us over and over and over. As we think about that word, I want you to begin to ask yourself, if this is something that you are practicing each and every day. Let's say, for example, that your husband comes in and he's very late for dinner and you've worked really long and hard on getting things prepared, but now you're really upset with him. Are you going to give him grace? Or perhaps it's your boss. Maybe your boss wants you to stay and work really late and do lots and lots of work and you think you're really doing the best you can but you're going to give them some grace. Maybe it's a coworker who begins to rant and rave about how you didn't share your work, and now they're going to look bad. But you stayed up late. You did the work and already turned it into the boss. You could point fingers and be irritated and reciprocate, but you gently say, 
You handed everything in. You're sorry you didn't let him know. You're going to give grace. Maybe your daughter borrows your car and it's icy outside and she's, oh, backed right into that mailbox. It's a newer car and you want to scream and ground her until she's 30 and tell her she's irresponsible, but you remember it's an accident. And you hug her and you tell her it's okay. And you call your insurance rep, Grace. Grace is what you give to your child. Grace is getting another chance over and over. When we don't deserve it, grace comes in again and again. Grace is tough to give. Think about it this week. Did you extend grace to someone? Did someone extend grace to you? Well, every single day of our lives, and I believe every hour on the hour, God is extending his gracious grace in our lives. I've been given grace so often in life, more times than I can count. I only hope that as I'm reviewing my grace-filled moments, that I have been grace-filled to others. But mostly, we have to be representative of of Christ's love and bestow loving, grace-filled actions towards other people because God is filled with grace and mercy. When we open up Scripture, in John 1.14, it tells us the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of what? Full of grace and truth. And Ephesians 4.17 says, But to each one of us grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. Grace. It's a really, really good thing. Well, joining me in the studio today is the beautiful and incredibly talented actress from Sight and Sound Theaters out of Ronks, Pennsylvania, Cassandra Johnson. Cassie, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm so excited that you're here. Friends, I had the wonderful and privilege of going to Ronks, Pennsylvania this past fall to see Cassie in Sight and Sound Theater Productions um, called Samson. Wow, it was just an incredible experience, and I was mesmerized by the actors, staging, live animals, music, the storyline, and found myself laughing, crying, and being drawn into an understanding of the word grace like I'd never thought of before. So, Cassie, let's start with some basics about sight and sound theaters, and then we're going to move into the story and production of Samson. Tell us how you became involved with sight and sound. Yeah, so I um, actually auditioned for uh, Sight and Sound through a cattle call audition called UPTAs out in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, It's a big audition with a bunch of people who go there and uh, a ton of casting directors see you and then they call you back. And Sight and Sound was there and so I got called back and I had never heard of them. Um, But I went to the callback and I saw on their door their mission statement and this is what it is. It's our purpose is to present the gospel of Jesus Christ and to sow the word of God into the lives of our customers, guests, and fellow workers by visualizing and dramatizing the scriptures wow. through the in- inspirational productions, encouraging others, and seeking always to be dedicated and wise stewards of our God-given talents and resources. It's amazing. I read that mission statement, and immediately it was so clear to me that that mm-hmm. was where I was supposed to be. And So from then on, it was quite a journey, but that was how I first came in contact with Sight and Sound. And what an interesting thing that, you know, a company, even a Christian company, would be able to have such an incredible, you know, motivation behind everything that they're doing. I mean, they're, they're, what a powerful statement. 
So when did you first imagine that you wanted to be on stage as an actress? And how did growing up in the small town of Benson affect your desire? Yeah. uh, Well, Benson, you know, it's such a small town, but was always very um, great about wanting, pushing children to do arts in like choir and band. And it was really prevalent all through my high school career. And all my siblings did it. And I was in band in both band and choir, and uh, we would do not a lot of theatrical stuff, but we would do, you know, high school uh, theater production, like musicals, every other year, and then growing up, we had a little children's tour that would come through, and we would be able to be in a show once every summer, and that was kind of my first opportunity in, in theater, and kind of pushed me to want to do that more. But honestly, all through high school and stuff, I never thought of it as a career. Mm-hmm. Nobody really did, you know. And it wasn't until my parents actually, surprisingly, uh, pushed me to explore that, And which is pretty uncommon, I guess, when, sure. when you tell people that, oh, yeah, my parents wanted to be, me to be an actor, <laughs> you know. Um, but they did, and I really think it was they saw something special that God wanted me to share. And so I did it and I went to Mankato for school and um, they have an amazing theater program there. And so that was when my the spark really hit me was going to school there and seeing what amazing things you can do with theater and how you can make it a career. So Cassie, as you were applying for a role in their production, what kinds of emotions did you experience? I mean, I just think about going before people and auditioning, and obviously you said, you know, you had some experience, but this isn't what you did every day of your life. How how did you deal with that? Um, you know, like a, for an actor, applying for a job is a lot different than normal jobs, I guess, because really you, there's not a lot of interviews that you get to go through. You just kind of go and you show them what you can do and you leave and you hope you hear from them kind mm-hmm. of thing. So you kind of have to develop a thick skin, I guess, but sight and sound does it a little bit differently, but mostly it stays the same. Um, so I had my initial call back and uh, then months went by before I heard from them and they wanted me to come out to Pennsylvania. And so I took a big leap of faith and just did it and came out here and then again, I didn't hear from them for a while, but then they contacted me and wanted me to do a Skype interview. And that interview they do is a spiritual interview wow. where they just kind of want to hear your testimony and kind of see if what you have gone through and are believing right now is kind of what aligns, what aligns with them. Because they don't want to just hire anybody, especially sure. because their contracts are a whole year long. Okay. And that's also unheard of with theater. Your mm-hmm. contracts are usually maybe six weeks, if that. So this being such a big commitment, they want to really make sure they hire people that they will want around for that long. I guess that sounds of so funny. Of course. No, but, sure. That makes sense. So when, yeah. they, when they offered you this job to be part of Samson, what were three things that drew you to want to work with them? Was it back to their mission statement? Was it how you interviewed? What was it that you were you know, drawn to them? Yeah, uh, initially it was definitely their mission statement. I saw that and was really drawn to them and thought that would be an amazing thing to do for a whole year and maybe longer. Um, Then, honestly, the second thing was, this is going to, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but uh, they pay their actors amazingly. Mm. Uh, The compensation they are able to give to Mm -hmm. their their employees is 
wonderful, especially in theater, and not being an equity theater actor. The way they, they're able to pay you and to only have to be an actor for your life is incredible. A lot of mm. people who are actors have to have a second job, and with them, you don't. Sure. So that was something that definitely drew me to them, um, to be able to like sustain a living while mm-hmm. I was doing what I loved and what God had, I feel like, wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then third, I don't know, you know, I think when I met people here in auditions and stuff and the light I saw in everybody I met was really what drew me as well. And so, and I, that's been constant um, throughout the year when I was here was all the people I met um, that worked here, but also the people who would come to watch the show. I really just met so many wonderful people and that was always a huge draw for me. Hmm. You were chosen to portray the character Esther in Samson's story. In case the listeners don't know or don't remember that story, Cassie, can you give us kind of a quick synopsis of that storyline and how your character fit into that picture? Esther is not the Esther people usually know from the Bible. Um, They created the character Esther to help tell the story and kind of um, show the family dynamic with Samson and his parents. Esther plays his aunt, uh, his mom's sister. She kind of was a free-spirited one growing up, and she actually ended up getting pregnant and having a son, um, and they took her in. And so she kind of always has the the outlook, a little different outlook than the rest of the family. She kind of gives a different opinion always, which I love, because that's kind of how I feel like I am. She She goes into a situation... And she kind of, even if she doesn't always believe the other side of it, she always likes to give the other side of a situation just to help um, perspective, I guess. And so that's kind of what she does throughout the show whenever she's around. Um, But Samson, most people know the story going more like just him and Delilah. Uh, So he meets this girl. uh, He, oh, let me back up. I'm sorry. So Samson is given uh, this incredible strength from God. Um, and so he has this amazing feat to do, uh, to deliver his people from the Philistines and kind of fights that throughout his life. And he doesn't really want to do what God wants him to do. He wants to do what he wants to do. And he loves, um, other women, you know, he, his major sin struggle was lust and he falls in love with Delilah who, um, he ends up telling his, uh, big secret to the, the thing that keeps his strength is his hair. He's not supposed to cut it. And so she ends up calling on someone, cuts his hair. He loses all his strength. And um, when he, that's when he really falls and um, the Philistines capture him. And it's in that moment that he truly, when he truly has nothing, that he comes to God and God gives him this grace. And, you know, as God does to so many people, because nobody is perfect, and you kind of see that side of it, which is amazing as an audience member and someone in the show, just that God's grace is infinite, and no matter what happens and what you do in life, He will always give you that grace. And then Samson ends up, his hair grows back, you know, and so he gets his strength back, and uh, he's able to deliver his people from the Philistines. So with the end of that story, um, listeners, when Samson does get that strength back, his grace is given to him through one very sweet cry out to God. He wants to know if just one more time God will help him because he's been, you know, taken prisoner by the Philistines. 
And God gives him grace, Cassie. And can you tell the listeners just what that looks like in those moments? Uh, it's amazing. Um, right before he calls out to God, um, the angel of the Lord comes to him, and he's really broken. Uh, he actually almost doesn't want to receive that grace. And, you know, he. Does, I think what I really put with grace is forgiveness in my, my heart. is You have to really be able to forgive yourself for what you've done to receive God's grace, um, to really open yourself up to that. And he does that finally in that moment, because there's a line that the angel of the Lord said, which is amazing. And it, it go. he says, you know, Samson says, I don't deserve that grace. And the angel of the Lord says, grace is like hair. You can cut it off, but it will always grow back. And that is huge because it's true. Like you can cut God off as many times as you want, but he will always be there and he will always be there to give you that grace. But you have to be able to forgive yourself to open that up. And so Samson finally does that. And it's really, really beautiful. So in the, you know, actual setting of being inside Sight and Sound in Pennsylvania, when we were there, we were like in the third row back, and it was so amazing to see this huge, gigantic stage with all these incredible things. And, you know, it comes around the sides of the building. And so you're very much just swept into the whole storyline. And what was interesting is you kind of gave us the heads up that people had in the past booed Delilah. And you said, you know, sometimes that kind of just made you guys feel sad for that character and for your friend, of course, who was playing Delilah. Um, But your script really made her as someone who accepted that bribe money to tell the secret of his hair being his strength. In the end, um, she didn't really want to keep it in your storyline. So you guys, in a sense, gave grace to Delilah. Um, tell Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Tell us why you guys did that. You know, Delilah is just like anybody else. I think the way that Sight and Sound portrayed her um, shows that. Because, you know, you don't want to believe that there is just this evil, evil person going around or people going around doing whatever. Um, I think it shows that she had a conscience and ultimately she didn't do the right thing, but she was given a choice, you know, like betray him or, or to get this money or love him and possibly lose everything else, you know? Um, I I just think it was really amazing to, like, she has this beautiful song that she sings with her kind of turmoil of what, in, what she should choose. Um, and that shows me, I feel like all of us are just one decision away from being like her or not being like her. And she chooses the wrong thing, and it makes me really empathize with her. Uh, but, it, yeah, I just... People go in and they they want to hate her, and a lot of people leave still hating her, which is so sad because I I mean we shouldn't hate anybody, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, so people would boo and be really vocal about who she was. But sometimes there was a shift after she would sing that song mm-hmm. that okay, so she made the wrong choice, but she's a person, and um, you can understand why she made it a little better. You don't always you don't have to agree, and you don't think it's okay, obviously, but to have that understanding and that outlook kind of changes your perspective a little bit. And maybe if someone was there to kind of show her in her life or those other people who are like Delilah, show them God's grace and God's wonderful forgiveness that she would have maybe made the right choice. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I look at it like. 
Sure. So I'd like to encourage our listeners today that even though they, like Samson, might have strayed far away from God for moments or for years, God's grace is still given freely. And Cassie just encouraged us with that a few moments ago. Grace that forgives and welcomes us back into the presence of God is what he offers to us. So thinking about that, Cassie, can you name a time where you felt God gave you grace or a time where you gave someone else grace? Well, see, I kind of, that's a, such a hard question for me, only because I feel like God and other people around me are constantly giving me grace. Mm. I think um, in everything, you know, no one is perfect, and little things we say or do um, may not be coming from the right place always. I mean, we strive to do that and and we want to do that, but it doesn't always happen because, you know, people are tired, people uh, have things that happen in life, and you don't know what's going on in other people's lives, just like we didn't know what was going on in Delilah's life. Uh, so I think, yeah, I'm always given grace, and I have to also give grace to other people because it, to having realized that, it gives me perspective on other people, and that person I go to a store and that cohort, that clerk is, kind of being snippy with me. I don't know who was in there before me. I don't know how that person talked to them. And um, it doesn't make it okay, but it gives me that perspective that I can give grace to that person. And maybe if I give them some light, they can change their outlook too. That's right. And grace meaning, again, we've talked about it earlier in the show, is when we don't give to people what they really deserve or when they don't give to us what we really deserve. So listeners, we're going to just take a few minutes right here and we're going to listen to Cassie and her amazing talent. Um, This is the song that is from Samson that she sings called The Funeral Song. So let's take a moment and we'll be right back with you. Blessed and praised, glorified, exalted, extolled and honored. Adored be the name of the Lord. Be
the end of Samson's story, he is blind and bound. He is mocked and it looks like he's defeated. The Philistines have control over him as he's lost his strength when Delilah cuts his hair. But in his weakest moment, with all of his failures, he goes before God in prayer and asks God for one more chance. He asks for the chance to have his strength back so he can defeat the Philistines at last. And God answers his prayer, and the building comes crashing down, killing Samson and his enemies. So Cassie, Scripture says that Samson accomplished more that day that he died than all of his days. Why do you think God answered his prayer after all of those mistakes he made? Well, you know, I think God knew his life before he was born. They say that in the show, and it's true. God knows all of us so so much better than we think he does. And I think he knew Samson's struggles were going to be strong and that he may fall. But uh, ultimately, I think he truly believed that Samson would come to him and receive that grace. And he did at the very end of his life and um, ended up being able to deliver his people from the Philistines. So, yeah. I love I love the fact that your team refers to that scripture that, you know, Samson is known by God. And that comes from King David. It comes from the Psalms where um, King David says that I knew you. He's quoting God. I knew you before you were born, while you were in your mother's womb. Um, Listeners, to find out more about Sight and Sound Theaters, you can log on to sight-sound.com. You'll see their catchphrase, which I love, bringing the Bible to life. And you can find out more information about their theaters in Pennsylvania and in Branson, Missouri, and their upcoming productions of Jonah and Moses. Uh, To hear more of Cassie and the rest of the cast, you can purchase your own CD from their online store. And Cassie, tell us a little bit about your next production with Sight and Sound Theaters for 2017. Yeah, I get the pleasure and blessing of being a part of Jonah in Pennsylvania this next year. And it is huge. They have a huge whale, which is always so fun. Um, This one draws in a lot more families than a lot of their other shows do. I mean, they're all so much for the family, which is amazing, but children really love Jonah mm-hmm. because of all the color that mm-hmm. is in the show. And um, it, it also has an incredible message without within the show um, that really anybody can relate to as well. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm so excited. And I would love to be able to travel right back out there to see you. So I'm hoping I can do that. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Cassie. It was such a blessing to hear from you. Yes, thank you so much. It's been wonderful. The best news for your life today is simply this. You are loved. You are forgiven. You are redeemed by the forgiveness, grace, and mercy from God the Father through Jesus, his Son. Accept it over and over. Because grace is a free gift from God. Walk in it. Scripture tells us in 2 John 1, 3, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ the Father's Son will be with us in truth and love. Let me pray with you today. Dear Jesus, for someone out there today who is listening to the show and feels like they've gone too far out of your good graces, out of your forgiveness, please, God, help assure them that we are never out of your reach. Your mercy, your grace, your forgiveness covers our sins. For someone out there who is feeling like they need just one more chance, remind them that you're the God of second, third, 200th chances. 
Forgive us of our sins and help us to be grace-filled to ourselves and to one another. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe to it on iTunes and please give us a favorable review so that other people can listen to the show and enjoy it as well. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best.